It's season two, bitches! <laughs> What's up, we out here? It's your boy, Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Slapshot. Are you actually doing that as the intro? Sure, we yeah, sure what, what is... Who are you? I'm Crossfire. <laughs> and it is... And currently, uh, Blackbeard is MIA. We don't know where he went. We're a little concerned. He's on a he's on a secret spec ops mission. Yeah, he, he's on paid leave though, so he'll be back you next. You guys are week. getting paid. <laughs> oh, Crossfire didn't cut you your check yet. Oh, I guess not. It's in the mail. Oh. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get we'll get you yours. All right. Uh, welcome to the send off for uh, season two, and we're glad to have y'all around. So it's a new year. Yeah, it is a new year. You're yeah, right. You knew me. New year, new me. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Mm, no. It's clearly taking you some do time to think about it, so you don't. If well, you, if you my have New Year's one. resolution is uh, do, just do more do, do the same things I have been do, doing, just more do, effectively. Do things better and healthier. Um, Actually, my, my, my real honest New Year's resolution is to give less of a shit about what people think about what I'm doing. You know what? That's a pretty good resolution, actually, because a lot of people are very uh, self-conscious about what others think of them, and in reality, you shouldn't care about what other people think of you, because you are yourself. Unless it's me. What? You should care about how I think of you. Okay, I will. Uh, before we really kick things off, though, apologies for the uh, feedback from the last episode. We did not really catch that. Yeah, we yeah we normally we do tests before it. Uh, we ran that and uh, the the feedback didn't start until sometime into the into the podcast. So there was some uh, there was some mechanical issue on our part, so yeah. we we corrected that, upgraded some equipment with some of our uh, sponsorship dollars that we don't have and <laughs> some spicy work money. <laughs> yeah, but we should be good from here on out. We should have spent the stimulus on that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyways, uh, welcome to season two. Yeah. So this this season we're gonna be focusing on how to or how to be prepared for the events that may unfold around you. Because if you really haven't noticed, or at least you lived under a rock the past year, like uh, me, you've I seen that there's been a lot of stuff going on recently in uh, cities with protests and riots and uh, just general unrest, general um, unhappiness with at least how things have been going, whether you're on the left side or the right side. Yeah, massive civil unrest like like we've never seen before. Yeah. I, I think it tops that, that we even like the, the civil rights movement and stuff like that, I think we're beyond that yeah and we're and we're all relatively young and i've even asked older people that have been around in those times just to like get some perspective and and think like is this is this as bad as i am looking at it right now or has this happened before or like and how was it dealt with prior and how did like regular people see it back then and at least from the people that I've talked to, they've all said that this is uh, a bit over the top. Yeah, they, I've also done the same thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I take into effect that, you know, that there, everything that happens currently, like what you focus on, or like what's happening right now is always going to have more of an impact on your mind than, than what's already passed, just because of the way that the human mind works. But I've talked to a lot of people about it, 
and we're several mat orders of magnitude over what things were. So, you know, we have all this major civil unrest going on, um, and it's not just one place everybody thinks, you know, you, you know, you have uh, Portland, which has been a constant war zone, essentially, for the last, you know, three months. Yeah, um, more than that. More than that, yeah. Um, and we're recording this the day after the DC, or, yeah, the DC. January 6th. Yeah, we're recording this on January 7th, so this is the day after all of the stuff went down in DC, so you got, you don't have them just in two major locations, you know, you have even small towns where people come out um, and start rioting and stuff like that, so for those who don't think that this is a problem or the quote-unquote it doesn't affect me crowd this is you know this is a wake-up call it really is this can happen anywhere and we as a group for our for our podcast we're thinking you know we had a couple directions where we wanted to take season two and we decided that you know given what January 6th was supposed to be, we're just like, let's let's sit on it and let's wait and see what happens. And then when we saw what happens, we're just like, this is the direction we need to go for season two because informing our audience is ultimately the most important for being prepared for anything. And it's mostly because a lot of the stuff and watching the news or wherever you get your information, it can be overwhelming. And there may be a ton of people out there that, want to do something but they don't know what they can do and they don't know how how they can make a difference in in their maybe their community their family their whatever like social group you want to talk about but or they don't think that they can make a difference or, or yeah just, or they don't think they have enough influence to make it i'm just one person what difference is it going to make that that mentality and you know it's we're it, here to say that that's not the case you know it, it doesn't take a lot of effort from one person's part to make a difference Especially, you know, if one person becomes two, becomes five, becomes ten. Right. We, we as the three of us, kind of talked about it already, but we are only three people, and we all have our own personal networks, which we can inform. And if we get enough people that are passionate about this, then we can grow three people into 20 people, and then 20 people that are passionate about it can grow it and do... 50 or 60 and then so on what's well, the it's the exponential growth figure you know if you have if, if you're one person and you you know you talk to somebody that's two and now if each of you talk to somebody that's four now if each of you talk to somebody it's eight 16 32 it keeps right. it, it keeps growing at a crazy rate it, and it's it's just trying to raise awareness and I mean it's gonna sound corny but kind of be a light in the darkness because you know we're going through some really tough times right now uh the stuff that you know and we've talked pre-show and even like just in day in our even before like this is like especially yesterday it's like we never thought anything like this is going to happen you know it's like you sit there and you you think about like oh yeah well you know what you know this is going to happen or you know you, you got the guys that are like all the, the boogaloo guys and stuff like that and they're all they'll get hyped about it but the moment that everything actually goes down you're like oh my goodness you know that like it's totally it's totally different you know i don't know if you guys had that realization that i have oh, yeah. it's like like i literally looked at it like i was sitting there watching the live stream and i went holy shit like like this is this, this is, is happening this is happening yeah. this is this is our country you know like seeing people bust into the most secure building in the world oh, supposedly supposedly <laughs> right yeah but regardless you know it even whatever 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 side of the imagination you want you know there's still people like this in like it's dystopian 
Yeah, it is dystopian. And it, regardless of regardless of who's to blame or this or that and the other, it's still dystopian regardless of how you look at it. Um, because you know, we already said you know, like all throughout 2020, we've had social unrest, riots, and all that. Um, and as we you know said in season one, that you know a lot of that's fueled by. You know the entire country, the entire economy being shut down, people being cooked up in their houses, etc. Um, you know, like they're they're really on edge about stuff. Mm-hmm. So the moment that something goes down that they don't like, they're easier to set off. So that's been the whole theme for 2020. Um, and on top of that, we have the election, mm-hmm. and elections are always super uh, turmoil. Yeah, yeah, election turmoil years are. Times. Yeah, election years are, are have always been like that. Uh, well, it is now. Royalists. It is now. Oh, it's, it's I mean, a word. Yeah. Well, oh, that's that's why I paused there because I didn't know, I didn't know what the word to call that. But <laughs> it's always um, real pre- pretentious. Would that be a good way to say that? Tense. Tense. Yeah. Per- perfect. So it's always tense these years, and then everything else is like it's like you're waving a match around in a powder keg. What do you mean? Like, like well, seriously? I mean, election years are always just like nobody cares, nobody cares, nobody cares. Election year, everyone's Facebook, everyone's Instagram, everyone's Snapchat is screaming vote, and everyone's voicing their opinions on whatever topics are being debated and whatever. So that, like, that's basically the only time in in our country that we ever have actual talks about politics. Otherwise, most people just kind of ignore it, and that's why the the first. The first season is such a good uh, draw into this because it gets you it gets you a good understanding of um, where your mind should be and where how how our country functions as it is and how um, amendments and stuff like that were put into the constitution and why the constitution is an important document. Yeah, um, and even like when we went through it, we talked about the literal definitional side of everything because there's the legal side and then there's the like the human element side and we we cut that up on each of the podcasts talking about it because you know you can have something that's written clear as day on a on on paper and doesn't quite play out the way that you think it's going to in reality yeah it happens a lot especially with government you know um because they use words to their advantage yeah well well not just in a a uh, uh like a nihilistic uh you know, or uh, whatever, in a bad intentions way. But sometimes, you know, writing something down and the way it works out yeah. is accidentally, like it's genuinely, like, oh my goodness, that's not how that should have played out because something wasn't interpreted correctly. That happens all the time, like not just government. Something, right? Yeah. It, texting is great. It's a great yeah. example of that. So, you know, that happens all the time. And then, you know, twenty twenty was a year, and everybody's like, oh yeah, twenty twenty one is going to be great. I think a lot of people were in a different mood, and. Like <laughs> then we just keep on the year January six, yeah. six. and then and but we were t- even like over the course of the break we were talking it's like you know January sixth is going to be interesting and got up to it I was still like yeah January sixth is going to be interesting and then it happens you know you have um you the people certifying the votes and you know you got one side that really believes what's going on they're like yep no no question it's there's there's nope. there's no there's no, no problems problem or anything <laughs> yep nothing to see here or like you got you got that side that that really truly believes that. And then you got, you know, you have the other side that is like, yeah, you know, Mike Pence is going to be our Lord and Savior. I mean, that's ba- that's basically what the two sides of social media were leading right up to that. And then it came down to it, and Pence, uh, you know, everybody knows what everybody knows how he handled it and set the one side off. Yep. That, that's what happened, you know. Um, and then 
you know, there's all the there's all the middle ground there. Push comes to shove, and then there's the there's the you know the capital protest, storming and breaching, and, and that that's that we've talked about. Um, and again, not I'm not jumping into conspiracy theories, I'm not jumping into alternative ideas. I'm just as it as happened, as, as it as sits on its face. Yeah, the Capitol building was was breached. Yeah, it was breached. Um, no, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not yeah. going anywhere from there. So that, that that's it, and then. You know, there's all this back and forth with Trump, and they end up they shut his social medias down and stuff like that. Like that's and, and that pisses more people off. That you know, like you have the Trump Republicans now. That's 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 the party of Trump. You know, that's what realistically, what would you say, sixty percent of the GOP? Probably. I mean, at I, least I wouldn't. I personally don't. Um, you don't identify I don't, as a, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't identify as a Republican anymore. I don't either. Um, I did at one point, but um, my ideology falls more on cons- clo- closer to federalism and closer to just a constitutionalist. Yeah, that's. I mean, my, I've always been that way. Um, of course, constitutionalists talk about our whole constitution, right? Yeah. Um, but. You know, you you always had to pick a party because otherwise you you give up the right to do primaries. Oh, that was yeah. always that was always the catch. And right? I mean, uh, you're, so yeah. yes, so that's the same yeah. same situation. But you know, you have sixty percent of the party that is, you know, looking up to this, looking up to Trump. You know, and they and shut him out. The, yeah, not the rest of the GOP who are honestly more of the same. They're just right. The Uniparty. Yeah, it's you look up. <laughs> have you looked up the concept of the Uniparty? I have not. It's like. Do yourself a favor after the show. Look at look at that. Yeah. It, it's 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 a facade. It, basically, it's there's a facade of a a difference, but really they have the same goals and intentions. It's pretty um, pretty much yeah. But you know, once they're like that, and you shut all these people out. You end up being like that. There's that these people are disenfranchised. Now like, dis, they're disenfranchised and uh, fractured. Is a yeah. good word for it because now there's no point to look at and. You know, even though I don't consider myself in that group, that like I look up, it's like, oh wow, what's going on next? It made me really realize it's like, for the most part, we're on our own, and it's not so much that we're just alone, but there's millions. Nobody's coming to save you. Yeah, save yourself. Yeah, and there's millions of people that are in our situation. They just don't know how to connect. Yep. Which, you know, is our lead into the whole point of this being a wake up call. It's like. You see all this stuff happening in third world countries. You saw what happened with Gaddafi. You saw what happened with Hussein and stuff. You're like, oh, no, that'll never happen here. And then you start looking. It's like, oh, man, you know, we were pretty freaking close to it yesterday. Yeah, and those things, it's not like those are serious past events. Those are within a couple years. Uh, I mean, you go back to Hussein, that's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Which is still relatively recent. Yeah, in the Um, grand scheme of history. yeah, Yeah, and it's like, you know, you sit there and you don't realize, you're like, oh, my goodness, this stuff is actually real. So if you're one of the people that has that boomer mentality of nah, it never happened here, don't gotta worry about it, don't have to get involved um, I, I just wanna work my job and yeah, come home and see the kids and wife and uh, drink my beer and all that yeah, watch, uh, <laughs> watch uh, sports uh, yeah, yeah, sports ball Yeah. <laughs> man, we just stereotype like half the people in this country uh, but, the, right. but, it's, but it's true, it's like there's a lot of people who, who think that um, and we really need to, you know, look at this as a huge wake-up call. It's like, hey, you know, knock, knock, knock. The problem's at your front door. People have ignored it for the last 50 years, and it's like, it's like, 
you have this festering disease that's built into the country and it's gotten worse and gotten worse and gotten worse and gotten worse. Nobody's been held accountable for anything. And it's and it, again, it's just gotten worse. And we're at the precipice of that now where everything comes together and it's like, I don't think we're at the precipice just yet. I think we are definitely, we are, I mean, 2020 has been indicative of a gradual increase of um, hostilities and violence and discourse and January 6th proved no different. Maybe that, well, January 6th, I think, was the, maybe not precipice of the whole overall scheme, but this was the point where it really, where it really It was another showed. event. It, it was another significant event. Yeah. Um, but, you know, albeit, you know, I, worse than it has been. But even then, you know, you have, like, this type of event, you have the Kenosha stuff, you have the stuff with George Floyd, you know, there, this whole last year has been full of this type of stuff, you know, and you're like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to worry about this, I don't have to worry about this. No, you have to worry like, about what, it. It's what, here. Yeah, at what point are you going to sit down and say, okay, this is now something that I have to worry about, or, like, at what point seriously i want to know like at what point are you going to be or going to feel like there is a serious issue and that that could that issue could start affecting you on a daily basis yeah i mean I think about the people that live in kenosha or like, i've never live... heard of the city of kenosha until what happened yeah. neither have i because because why would we ever need to know that yeah exactly because like the same we... thing with our hometown back whenever that happened right yeah i mean we never thought it was actually going to happen, but it did. Yeah, and for the most part, no, nobody really knows about it for, for lack of a couple other small things that are unrelated. Right. And then as soon as it happens, you know, media, everything. It's like, because they don't think it's going to happen, and then this dystopian, re that the stuff that is dystopian is now reality. When you are... You take off the shade, the faded glasses, or the, whatever you want to call it, whatever analogy. The blinders. You, yeah, you take off the blinders and you realize, like... There's holy crap! There's National Guard walking down the streets, pushing protesters off in front of our buildings and our businesses. You yeah. know, like that's the that I mean, like before that, and, and you guys know. I mean, I've always been aware of this type of stuff. I've always followed it, but that moment there was like the holy shit moment. Like well, that's the whole reason we started any of this. Yeah, like, that, 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 that was, was a kickoff. That was the yep. kickoff event for us because we went to that uh, protest in our town and we. After basically doing an AAR or after action review of what happened, what went down, I I personally thought like there is a lot of stuff like that we can do better because if something had happened, like something bad had happened, we would have been pretty unorganized. Yeah, we, we would have been, been unorganized, unprepared, unprepared yep. absolutely. Un like not not as good as we could be if we had trained to muscle memory this kind of stuff. Um, well, well, prior. You, well, even that, but it, it was like I said, the wake up call thing, like. I mean, I'm sitting there reflecting on this, and like, I didn't even have like a plate carrier or anything before that, because I was like, oh, I'll never need something like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then you sit there in the moment that it's like, you know, there's people running, like, like running down the street, like throwing stuff at the National Guard and the cops and everything like that, and you're like, hey, you know, there might be some actual shooting going out here, like people with their weapons drawn and stuff, like, especially people that are not trained and are quick to. Uh... Be, get scared and Thin make skin. rash rash decisions and yeah. stuff like that you know and that was all around us it's like you know that was the moment it's like oh my goodness you know it's like you know we gotta start really preparing for stuff like this and, and not preparing a way for like us to fight f go out and fight people it's not yeah. it at all but I mean at least from my sense that got me into the whole we need to be prepared to react to such situations yeah. not again like 
not trying to instill violence or anything like that, but people can't come to the town and burn a town down. Yeah. You like and 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 that's like a metaphor. You know, everybody's like, oh, that's a metaphor. Yay, Patrick, we saved the city. You know. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like that's that's real. Like entire like what what's it worth to what like two billion dollars in damages in Portland alone? I think right. No, I mean no, something like that. I mean, that might be that increasing. might be nationwide. Don't quote me on that, but it's like, you know, like billions of dollars. Buildings burnt down, people dying, people dying, people losing their jobs, their their businesses. Yeah, I, che- I checked like I checked last night because I was I was following the events on this. Like there's been 13 people killed over the ongoing George Floyd riots. People that were have been killed, like people that have been in buildings that have gotten burnt down and they died in the buildings. Uh, I I I think they counted the Kenosha stuff in with that because that's all related. But it's like you know that's real, and it all boils down to. This is your wake-up call. There's no snooze button on this alarm clock. You can't hit snooze, and it, I mean, it puts you it off hit five snooze. years. Go, go for it. Go go ahead and hit snooze. Keep hitting snooze because it, you'll be waiting. Eventually, late. whenever whenever that whenever it's time to go to work, you won't be ready. You won't be showered. You won't be shaved. You, you haven't taken your morning shit. Yeah, you've done nothing. You're still in your PJs, and there are dudes. It was on the day of your performance review. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not a good time. So, this, or basically, that was a incredibly long-winded uh, wake-up call. Wake-up call, and we would like to, I guess, give some insight and so a, a way out or a way to start preparing for uh, this kind of unrest to protect yourself, protect your friends, protect your family, and to protect your stuff. Yeah, and, and, and to get into a situation like we're in now because, you know, we we can move to wherever we need to move and be reactive to anything that can happen and help anybody that we need to help, um, whether that's, you know, uh, helping people move out of an area that could be possibly dangerous or providing medical assistance to people or uh, just general information uh, removal and stuff like that, um, or if the absolute worst comes to worst, true defense yeah because again we're not we we definitely 100 percent are not advocating for any type of violence quite the offensive violence right yeah definitely definitely even (laughs) even like explicitly no offensive violence at all not even like throwing a water bottle nothing like that we're saying you know here's the way to properly react and be prepared how to handle a situation so that you your friends your family can see the next day and the point is to preserve like as someone that prepares or someone that uh, is ready you are prepared preparing so then you can play a part in ensuring that their the the loss of human life is mitigated to as close to zero as possible yeah that's the whole concept that's the idea um, and to I think start with preparation that starts with your social network yeah that that's that's definitely I'd say is the, is the biggest key thing even over even over your gear and stuff like that, your social network is by far the most important yeah. part of this all. We we lightly already talked about that. I mean, we are only one person in, as an individual, but you are stronger as a group. So having more yeah. people informed and supporting you will help you go a long way. And yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, because that's not just you know literal like oh yeah you're not alone you can hang out with people you know that is more information that's more eyes on the ground. That's more the physical ability in one place that you know you could coordinate it together and make sure that you all get out. 
Yeah, and especially like if if you're put if you somehow get into a situation, I think we talked about this in the Second Amendment uh, podcast, but um, if you put yourself or you get into a situation where you are your your life is in danger um, and you need to get out or whatever, and similar to the Kenosha thing, like he should not have been alone. No, it, that a lot of that could be could have been mitigated if he hadn't run off alone. And being being alone in like that like big situation there, or being alone in your ideology, it, at in the end isn't going to it's not going to bode well for you. Like, you're not going to get very far with yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, because especially if you're if you're alone in your ideology, which you know, in our sense, our ideology is you know we really really care about our country. We love our country, yeah. and you know we don't want to see it it turn into a and third we, world country. And we appreciate the the founding of it and the we we look at the perspective of the founding and the idea and the, the idea that they they brought the country up in the first place um not not necessarily how it is run um since then but more so like basically there's the goal where and we're we should always be constantly striving to reach that goal even if we fall short and we have fallen short but that goal is still that doesn't make the goal any less um Valuable, yeah. valuable. But what I was saying is, like, if you're—I mean, that's just us in particular. But anybody, whatever your idea is, you know, your goal. If you're alone in that, then you could lose you put sight of at that. a disadvantage. Yeah, or a, a much bigger disadvantage because you're going up against crowds of people, or Ooh, whatever, yeah. it, whatever it is, or or the difficulty um, could really just—I mean, it, it, whatever it is. And this isn't just this. Or, this is literally anything. You know, the difficulty could really shy you away from wanting to achieve that it's like oh this is too hard this is too much i can't do it i was thinking like just thinking about it like setting up a campsite like if you personally you have to set up the tent gather the sticks for fire start the fire gather water all that if you had to do all of that by yourself it would take you a monumentous amount of time and you may not finish it all and that would mean that you are lacking in one of those areas whereas if you have three people to do all of those tasks you get it done three times faster yeah you get it done three times faster you're more efficient um and people can focus more on whatever they're doing more hands make less work yeah absolutely that's true but but, but that's that's all 100 percent true and i agree with that and that's that's a huge part of the actual team dynamic is like the specialization and delegation of work right for sure especially like in any team-based thing um like in this sense like protecting areas and stuff that is Monumental. It's critical. What I advise can't watch three doors. Of course not. Um, and you know, you have your inner circle of people that you really trust in your your direct team, and then you have another circle outside of that that you know could be relaying information to you. So it's again the same thing. You have a lot of people that are all related. But I was looking more and speaking more to like an ideological ideological standpoint, where if you have three people that all agree on the same idea that really believe this thing, if one of them is you know that's de- is depressed about it or it's like oh man I don't know about this or anymore then the other two can support them yeah that that it whereas if that person was on their own then they don't have that yeah it's support cha- it, it, that's important and even like mental health stuff is that, having a, a support channel for whatever you're going through and they talk a, resi- honestly I've used a lot of the uh, training that I got in the army for resiliency and just talking to my friends and like uh, being retrospective on how I'm thinking about a certain thing at a certain time, like 
you have to stay vigil or resilient. You can't um, catastrophize, or you have to like catch yourself in those those instances where you're just like freaking out and like, oh, the world is ending and I can't do anything and blah 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 and all of that. You you got to take a step back, detach, and um, reassess the reassess. Situation. Look at it as if you you were one of your friends, or ask for ask for your friends for support, like that kind of type of thing. Right, mm-hmm. and, and speaking of support channels, we actually have a Discord. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, plug. I, the plug. I've made it very easy for everybody. It is discord.wevaliantfew.com. Takes you right to it. We also have wevaliantfew.com now. Woo. We have, we have our website. Our website. That's Check right. it out. Oh, Links man. to all of our shiz on there. That's shameless plug snipe out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, this is all part of the social network. Everything else come second to that because you could be Mr. Literal Juggernaut that walks out and you're like I could stop a tank round and if you have no social network you're just you're just one dude you're just a monument walking around (laughs) you're just one walking monument yeah but you could have literally no armor at all not even own a firearm and you could be the you know the most petite scrawniest person that can't lift a a backpack and hopefully it's no one's that not hopefully it's that week. But the point is like if you have a social structure there in place and you have friends that can support you, you can you can still make it to see tomorrow. And you can still do stuff that they can't do. Absolutely. Or stuff like like every yeah. Every. Even if it's simple as like you picking up a phone and and relaying information, that's literally like that is that's critically valuable. Yeah. Or like you standing and keeping an eye on something. Like so, there's there's a place for everybody, and the whole team dynamic is absolutely the most critical. Uh, well, let's kid. also let's also talk about what you can do as an individual, um, and I, I kind of want to tie this into. Um, we'll start with like kind of my own definition. I've come up with like a, a, a level of preparedness, um, and I'll start with. Um, We'll probably go into this more, but I'll start with what I would call level one prepared, which is um, having having a carrying a firearm on you at all times, whether that be uh, well, mostly I'm talking about concealed carry firearm, uh, some something that you can wear on your body at all times. So then you have at in in the odd and very scarce situation where you have to use it, you are prepared to do something. You are not just a victim. Even simpler than that, a concealed weapon of some sort. Yeah. It doesn't have. I mean, if I, there's a lot of people I know that, you, whether I mean, it could be a state law, it could be a country law, or anything that allows that does not allow them or does not permit them to carry a concealed firearm. Okay. Carry a pocket knife. Yeah. Something that you can use to defend yourself. Yes. Um, well, but, but in our particular choice of that is a concealed firearm. Yeah. That that would be level one, and having having a firearm, and also on top of that is having the right mindset. Mm-hmm. So something something that was talked about a lot, or at least uh, in the Army, and by a lot of like uh, concealed carry guys on YouTube and stuff like that, is the right mindset, or... Call it level zero. Yeah. Right mindset. Le- level zero, and just being aware at all times. Like, don't, don't space out. Don't... Um, don't like I guess be oblivious to your surroundings always even if it's just a little bit always be like paying attention to the people around you what's going on is there like the same thing as if you would look both ways before you cross the street like 
don't be oblivious to whatever's going on. Pay attention. See what people are doing. See what is there anything like weird or out of the ordinary going on around you that could escalate into something that is unfavorable for the people around. Yeah, uh, I, I do that all the time inherently. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a building or something like that, it's just something I do. I've always done that. And I, I always, I'm a natural people watcher, so I'm always checking my surroundings, like, seeing what people are up to. Something I do all the time is, like, with this, I would look around. If I'm just walking down the street or something like that, I was like, what can I use for cover right now? If, if something were to go down, could I use it for cover? If someone, like, whatever it is, but just be aware. Um, be and that be aware. <laughs> That's uh, I guess the best way that I can put that. One thing I do whenever I'm driving is, is I will repeat street signs in my head a couple times as I pass them, because if anything's going to happen, I can make a phone call to nine one one and say at X Y Z Street. Yeah, I I do, I do all the time. So. That's your level zero. Your mental mindset, even if like, even if you don't have, well, actually, that's you should that you should just always be at least level that level. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't aware. have to have a weapon because like, if you don't have a weapon or you have, a, you don't have a way to defend yourself, and you come into those situations like now, you're using that that awareness to get you out of that situation safely. To where you could yeah. increase your level. Where you could, in, yeah, where you could increase your level. Yes, yeah, so that should be everybody all the time, regardless. Now getting back into level one, so level one is any type a type of basic carry weapon, weapon um, that gives you some kind of advantage over the people that uh, over whatever situation. Like if you carry a weapon, you're you're most likely preparing for the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario being the people's lives are on the line based on whatever like the most general term. People's lives are on the line. You'd be ready to react at a moment's notice, though. and not only that, but so. Sa the the whole um, quote save yourself nobody's coming a lot of the times at least in small like local uh, uh, rural areas police aren't as quick to react um, so if like there's a a shooting or something at your local mall I would go out to say that if you have the the ability to like you have concealed carry while everyone else is running away from from the the thing and given do not do this unless you are trained and we'll get into training and um but i would go so far as to say is if you are a concealed carry person or you're carrying a weapon of some sort you have an obligation and the, the responsibility you have a heightened responsibility to protect yourself and the people around you to protect those that are not as protect protect well those yeah protect those that cannot protect themselves yep so in those scenarios, I would say if the police can't come or someone can't come or they're not going to be there and you can immediately react and immediately reconcile the situation, do it. Because there are, I mean, there are you tons. Could, you, could strip, you could save one life or, or hundreds. Saving one life is the equivalent of saving a billion lives, yeah, in well, my opinion. Well, that's the same thing as, like, it's the whole concept of how many people that... How many, what's it, how many shootings are stopped just by brandishing a weapon? Yeah. Like, a good guy with that, you know, yeah. what's it, the only thing that could stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yep. Is that, that's the saying, right? So it's like... It is now if it's not. Well, that's, well if it isn't, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, but, you know, that, that's, that's the level one. What's level two? Level two? <laughs> 
How many levels are there? There's many uh, as you want. <laughs> I mean, it, it can we can add like level five, and there you get like your tank and your APC and all that jazz. But that's and a little six more expensive. Is, six is full on uh, nuclear war. Oh, I was gonna say AC one thirty. I won't. That's, that's a bit uh, <laughs> excessive. Is that the budget? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, at, at sponsors, do you want to... Uh, <laughs> no. But seriously, so level two, what would you say level two is? Is having yeah. having um, having your preparedness, like, stuff with you, whether that's, you know, a rifle, a carrier system, uh, a bag. gives you more of an advantage for whatever. So in history's past, people have had arms for offense and armor for defense, if I were to quote uh, a great man named Lucas Botkin. Oh, that <laughs> guy. Uh, in his uh, AC1 video, or his uh, plate carrier, his slick plate carrier video, um, I would say level two is having the means, uh, uh, having a rifle, or at this point we, we're dealing with firearms, mm-hmm. whether it be a rifle, a pistol caliber carbine, or maybe if it's just a pistol and some armor. Something that'll stop, defeat the the potential threat, or I guess help mitigate some of the threat that you will deal with if you have to um, intervene in a situation like that. Yeah. Um, there's also other gear that we can talk about, but I would say that generally having a, a rifle um, and armor would be level two, and then if we we can get to level three of having like uh, security plans and having um, extra gear. Um, just basically extra stuff that gives you more capability over a longer period of time. I would say like a, a three-day bag would probably be somewhere in the level three. Not I'd, only your firearms. I'd, I'd, I'd say just cap. Like for the simplicity of our sales, cap it at level three. Um, we can always expand on this, but yeah, I'd say level. Fine. So level, you know, level or zero is the mindset. One's the basic tools. Two is the moderate tools, and three is like your highly equipped max level word like you said you have a whole entire security plan you, you can basically yeah you can basically handle situations longer like your your level two is you could handle a situation for a, a shorter period of time and level three is now you can handle that same situation for a much longer period of time through different um different circumstances or different um like to anything from terrain to to um time of day to any, like any of those things to team movements to, anything yeah. anything like that, that that you're highly equipped for the particular situation yeah uh so that's the basics of preparing and we're gonna make it we're gonna make a, a graphic for this yeah we're gonna make a, a graphic <laughs> and i mean this uh, basically i came up with this off the top of my head i also um totally this this, <laughs> this is completely like there may be flaws in this I'm by no means an expert, but this is just kind of how I've, like, I guess compartmentalized it and taken a look at it to to make it a bit easier for people to um, understand, especially people that uh, have no background in it. Because I've had a bit of military training, so I know, like, what you, what what tools you use generally in in a combat situation. but not most people don't deal with those or most people don't get the training that a soldier does so it's kind of that idea so the, like that's our specifically tuned to this type of stuff do you want to compare it to like the a generic like the generic five color system that yeah, applies to anything there was another yeah there was another yeah, thing that we saw um which was the this 
uh, document. I don't know exactly where it came from. I, I forget the source um, on it. But yeah. it basically, it goes into um, more so mindset prepared, uh, but at different levels, utilizing different colors. So white would be unaware. And it, it totally oblivious. You to walk around cluelessly every single day of your life, acting like nothing is happening at all times. You're always your your face is in your phone, and it's not like you're facing in your phone because you're using it to like to I guess look natural or look normal like everyone else. But you're but just you, you're indulged in whatever it is you, you, while you walk around. You're you're that person at the party who's alone who's staring into their phone to pretend like you have something on your phone but really there's nothing there you're just looking at the apps because you have no friends you're the person that gets 27 no you're, it's, definitely, it's definitely you're looking at apps you're scrolling through social media and you're not paying it you have no your blinders are on to everything else going around you except for that <laughs> like like again like what happened at a, at a recent event where yeah whenever you say like <laughs> hey like if if someone if someone's asked you a question and you have to say wait what i was in my phone that's you that's you, a problem that you're is lot, you're yep. you're the white zone. Yes. Unaware. Oblivious. Maybe dangerous? I mean, dangerous <laughs> to yourself. Dangerous. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> what I mean. Depending upon what you're doing, I yeah. would say. Depending. Dangerously uh, detached. It's, a, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's too detached. And also, I think it comes down... Like, it... Not only just in preparing, but in general life. Like, if you're stuck in your phone all the time, or you're just not paying attention, like... These are 100% not just for reacting to a problem situation. These are anything. Yeah. This is... If if you are uh, walking to your car, you can apply this scale. Yes. Because, like, you straight up can. Head is in your phone, you're starting to cross a street, not... Because it's a not so busy street, but there's a car coming. Suddenly there's a bus. You're well, done. Yeah, you're toast. <laughs> you're just you're done, you're just, messed up. You're got. You're, you're you're just done, buddy. You're just gone. Done, messed up, eh, Ron? But you're salsa. So think of that more. <laughs> you you become salsa. Yeah. Think about that going forward here. So whites unaware, oblivious, totally unprepared for anything, no situational awareness. Right. Uh, yeah. Head stuck, or you are. Indulging in screen instructions unclear. Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) phone glued to hand. Uh, So the the second color for the for these prep levels is yellow, which is being prepared and alert, which I would say is relatable to level zero for your your scale. Yes, you're you're constantly aware of your surroundings. Maybe people watching, see if if there's anything suspicious. It doesn't mean you're. Yeah, it also doesn't mean that. your face can't be in your phone because being you can also be alert but also be discreet that you're alert because right. if you're always looking around like staring into people's eyes like what are you doing <laughs> people are gonna think you're sketchy and then they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get a bit more up so you have to i mean you have to be natural you have to do with tact yeah you know? it's yeah yeah tact is a good word right yeah you're, you're just casually aware you're yeah yeah so that's paying like, attention to your surroundings yeah that's again like you're walk like you, you you're just walking ways. across the street yeah, exactly. exactly so like you look both ways uh you're aware there's a corner right here car may come out there something like that super simple yep. um or a crowd of people you pay attention that there's people that are acting weird again yep. you can think it applies to whatever situation you want so that's prepared alert this the third level is orange orange is there's a clear identified or clear threat that's identified now, threat being a generic term, that's like if there's a problem situation, like say, again, crowd of people, there's somebody that has a gun. 
that's a clear or maybe it's some, something simple as there's a verbal altercation going yeah, on. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. That's yeah. a bit better example. It's not as extreme. So you, there's a verbal altercation going on between two people. There's a clear identified threat, and you're aware of that. You know, and you're you're constantly wargaming in your head about okay. So if this if this uh, ver verbal argument becomes physical, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Am I going to do nothing? Am I going to maybe step in and uh, yeah, what, prevent what, someone from getting hurt? What am action what, are you going to take? Because because yeah. action is a generic term here, where like oh, I'm going to step in and push him apart or I'm not going to do anything at all because not doing something is literally taking an action. Yeah. It's a type of action. It's deciding it's not what a, to do. Uh, it, right. Most of the time, it's not a great action. It's no, it's not, not a great... It's not a, I'm not saying it's a great action or not, but it's literally... You, you, make, you make a decision to do nothing. In this scenario where you are in the orange level, you see this going on and you decide that this is none of my business... It, I will do nothing. Yeah, like if you're um if you're you know if you're a hundred pounds soaking wet and you look and there's these two bodybuilders having a fist fight in the mall, I probably wouldn't go over and yes, yeah, so I'll probably leave the area. It, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's probably a really bad idea. So of course, assess the situation. Yeah. Um, and then but like you know how you there's a clear issue, and you're ready to take action on that issue, um, which pushes you into level four, which is red. That is, you know, you have the issue. You are taking action, whether that's again two people fighting and you're pushing them apart, or like we'll go back to the road example. You're there's a car driving down the road. You're clearly identified that car is an issue. Um, if it's far enough away, you can continue walking. Or it's like, oh, that car's right towards me. The action is to stop and not get hit by the car. Yeah, and in, any situation, right. it's kind of like you're thinking uh, going from orange to red. You're making. Um, you're kind of looking five minutes into the future, and you're th saying, "What am I going to do in the five minutes? In the next five minutes, if something goes down, and then if something goes down in those five minutes that you have already pre-planned in your head, how are you going to take action? You get on? to red, and so now, now you already have a plan made up, ready to go. Even if it's a quick on-the-fly plan, you have you you, you are something. more organized than you were before. Right, and maybe it might not be the best plan, but that's. Half any battle. plan is better any, than yeah, exactly. having, having a course plan, of action. Yeah, having some sort of course of action is better than not having one at all. Yeah. And then you're just scatterbrained, and then when you're in the moment trying to do a task or something, then you have all your thoughts hitting you at once instead of just this one that you're solely focused on. Your statics, um, the statics going. The, uh, right. Shooter Rugi or a Weapon Snatcher on YouTube, he's the, the guy that um, disarmed the man that pulled the weapons out of the police officer or the police vehicle the burning police vehicle right. in seattle yep. yep he talks about this a lot um and the mindset and like constantly wargaming constantly look like just paying attention and this this kind of whole prep scale he, he explains it differently and honestly most likely better because he's been through situations like this and he has a lot more training than us but um he has it he has the exact a, same yeah he has yeah. A, he has a youtube video about his th entire thought process he went through on that day. Uh, YouTube channel Shooter Rudy, please check it out. It is definitely... Or it's Weapon Snatcher. Wep oh, I'm sorry. Weapon Snatcher. Uh, look it up. It's definitely a great watch. Um, and But he, he talks about the mindset. And that's that's where we... That's what the, the whole red thing is. is you, you've identified the threat. You've made a plan. 
and you're, now you're taking an action. Yeah, the difference between the red and the orange, because like you can have the threat identified and you can have the plan made up in the orange phase. The, dis the discerning thing between orange and red is red is you are actively taking action. Yeah, that's right. the that's the line. Um, and then there is another level here. There's a fifth level which is black, which is just a total breakdown of like I don't. It, it could be a breakdown of like your plan failing, or it could be like a cognitive breakdown where like. Say it's the bus example, and you you're afraid of buses. You just curl, curl up on a ball, and that's it. I think it's. I don't think it's necessarily like where your plan fails. I think black is more of a situation where um, you go from white to black very quickly. You yeah. go from oh, being yeah. unaware to now something is hat like it, it it we have hit a red scenario, and you have done none of the pre planning. Yeah, because because you are completely unaware. The the graph I'm looking at the moment literally defines black as panic breakdown of physical and mental performance. So like you said, so that would be literally like somebody who's completely oblivious walking down the street on their iPhone, FaceTiming or, or TikTok, and and all of a sudden a car, all of a sudden this car smashes into the building behind them. There's a huge riot that that they didn't. Everyone they, get they, out of the car and they start rioting. Yeah, no, 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 well, like no, like the car hits the building and then they turn around because they notice this car hit the building and there's suddenly a, there's a riot that they had that they hadn't seen because they were so oblivious. Like you said, yeah, going right from white. Firing right through to black. And, uh, I mean, you can go from the other the the other areas to black by losing your cool and not going like not going through these steps in your head. Like, so say your plan fails. If you after that plan fails, you just like break down and you're freaking out and you're base. You can't do anything. That's whenever you hit black. But if if your red plan fails, you jump, you, 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 you jump back to orange, orange, and you're you're getting to a safe area or something, and then you're planning again, and then you you continue. You continue going back and forth, I think. In the words of Monty Python, run away! <laughs> run away! Running away is a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Time and place for everything. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a published prep levels that, you know, that, that we can reflect based on our... What's effectively four level, or zero, one, two, and three, comparing it to the white, yellow, orange, red, and black. Yeah. Where, and, and, and you know, there's... We'll go off Shudorugi's video. It's like that, you know, there are tons of different things like this and you know you don't really even need a scale like this to just inherently think of yeah. oh well that's just how your thought process goes you know well I'm unaware I'm totally oblivious unaware which I I honestly don't know what that's like I am never like I don't that. think I've ever been that oblivious I, unaware whenever I can I that's scary to there me. there's been times where I catch myself in it like just being I guess just not aware at all and I'll be like I can't believe I just spent the last five seconds just living in whatever world that i've just I, freaking created i mean i i mean i zone out every once in a while everybody does that's more so oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's more so what I, i'm talking that's, about it's i think like, that's a tiny exception but there's people that literally are like that all the time yeah i'd say like like <laughs> real oh, met drones drones <laughs> NPCs. <laughs> uh, i would honestly like i would jump to say that i would say between 50 and 70 percent of the countries like that that are just I've totally. Seen, I've seen so I've seen like some pretty extreme examples. I wouldn't say that. I'd say I, I'd say a lot. I'd say fifty, a large, maybe a larger percentage. I yeah. would say I well just Actually. just think about that. Just think about how people how their daily lives go. Think about the people we know that we try to encourage to get involved in this. And they don't. Somebody whose name starts with this letter. I'm I'm signing. <laughs> that, that I'm being uh, serious. It like because I consider that white. Yeah, I consider the situation I, white very much. Yep. Think of how many other people fit that. That's that's the fifty to seventy percent. I really believe that number. Just based on what I see, it could be totally wrong. But I couldn't imagine that we're like, 
you know, like, I don't have a plan right now. Like, right now, of course we do. We like if something were to happen right now. We knew exact. We know exactly what we. Yeah, we know exactly what we would do. Uh, but there's people that like, if uh, if if civ- a, a true, honest to goodness civil war broke out right now, that they have no idea what they would do. It's like, well, I guess I'll sit in my living room. It wouldn't happen here. No, 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 not in America. No. I, I guess I'll sit. I guess I'll sit in my living room and suck my thumb because that's all I can do. No, but I'm serious. Just people like that, yeah. metaphorically and probably literally. Uh, we know we we know exactly what we're gonna do. Um, so, if you can push yourself up into one of those higher brackets, at least yellow. I'm always, I'm personally, I'm always between yellow and orange. I bounce back and forth between them. Well, yeah, because you're always, you're, you're paying attention, you see something, and you're like, oh, that's a little strange, and then, like, maybe it was just, like, a happenstance thing, so you went, you, but you bounce, you, went, you go back to yellow. Yeah, you, like, very quickly, or very, um, quickly bounce from orange to yellow, or from yellow to orange to yellow again. Mm. Or you're just kind of paying, and you don't have to think about it that hard. It's literally like no, I don't honestly, I, I don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm in orange right now. Yeah, like I, it it's, just happens naturally. It just and happens, you can, and you can train yourself to do this. And it's honestly really simple. It's as simple as people watching. Like I said, I literally think it just boils down to situational awareness. Is, is a whole huge like umbrella to put this underneath. Yep. Like yep. you said, people watching. I consider that situational awareness. You sit there like, again. You're sitting there, someone, like, one guy comes, like, say there's one guy that comes in, and you can tell when someone's out of place. Like, yes. you can tell when someone's really out of place. And you, yeah, and whatever situation you're in, whether it be, like, a rave, or whether it be you're in, like, Walmart, or whatever it is, you can, you can see... The body language, yeah. how they're dressed, how they're acting, it, it's it's pretty obvious once you really sit down and know what to look for. Yep. Um, and that's just, I'm not saying go to them and be like, and be like, like that, but you have to, uh, just... You keep in your mind, it's like, you know, there's, this guy's acting a bit weird. It's going to keep my eye on that, you know? like yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to come up with a, a quick plan here just so then I can... If something happens, you know what to do. Because yeah. it, it could it could just be that that person is a weirdo. Yeah. And and, and, and there's no threat. Most cases, that's the, that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. that the person is totally harmless and they're just, they're just a weirdo or uh, like more so they may have something wrong with them and... And again, it just it gives off a false flag. I'm not saying to do anything about that, but just be aware of it. Um, and like I said, I couldn't imagine not doing that. Yeah. Like I don't know what that would be like because like it gets in. I I think it. The real problem with it is you really have to be careful because you can catastrophize really fast with that. Yeah. Like you start thinking like, oh, what if this does this? What if this does this? What if this does this? That's how my mind does it. You have to think. Tactically, yeah, and, and tactically, not in the sense of like, oh yeah, let's get our Gucci plate carriers, spec ops, spec ops. Oh, no. Look at my knots. <laughs> not like in that, not tactically that, but tactically in the way of uh, like kind of prioritizing and, and executing. Basically, it, it could develop into that though. I mean, it could. Just, it was just one step at a time. Just if something is happening, what is step one? Yeah. What if? Yeah. Accomplish step one. What is step two? Just Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're making it easier. It, you're basically organizing your thoughts in your brain into a way that you can uh, act on them quickly and efficiently. It, it, yeah, you're, you're organizing them. You're yeah. just keeping them in a systemic, easy-to-follow thing where it's like, oh, this is this, this is this, this is this. It's linear. It's easy to follow. You don't have to really sit there and overthink things because when you're in a situation of duress, it really messes your mind up because you, you're – I'd say it's probably adrenaline is what does that. Yeah, adrenaline, it gives you tunnel vision. It um, – makes fine motion skills harder and it makes you stronger and whatever but it's also like and you 
Kind of like in D&D, if you uh, put a ton of skill into strength and none into dexterity or big brain, then... Uh, you hit your sword off the ceiling. You, you throw <laughs> your sword really hard and you hit things, but you, now your brain's small. <laughs> or you can't, you can't, your hand is too big, so you can't pick up the, the keys on the ground. <laughs> you dropped your keys and you're just, the for whatever reason, you dropped your keys for no reason. And now adrenaline is fueling through your body. And you go, <laughs> like you just, shaking, you just can't pick up the keys. because it's shaking around. Because you have to tact, ta- tactically or uh, quickly... L- Ha- ha- move ha- mo- a lot of your doesn't work to pick them up. Uh, no, like you're. I mean, like you may be sitting there thinking we're joking about this. No, that's that's straight what happens. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the reality of it. Yeah. So, or collecting your thoughts into some way that's easy, not only simple to remember, but easy one track at the moment. You know, like still keep everything going, but that action plan. Yeah. That situational plan of what's going on. That way, if you get in that duress situation, your adrenaline's going. You can still keep going because that's that's the end goal of this is to, you know, make to sure get you, you get out. Make sure anybody that is important gets out, and make sure anybody that is let prevent the loss we, of prevent we, loss of life. Yeah, prevent loss of life. That's, 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 that's that sums up. Even if it's the preventing the loss of somebody. I mean, like the the bad guy even. Yeah. That's the last option. Yeah. That's the that's option Z Z Z across there. You do want to make sure that you. Get everybody out that you can, right? In a, in the safest possible way. That's the idea. Um, but I think that's a good spot to um, end this portion of the podcast. I think uh, that's a good general idea of how to start preparing, or like what things to start to kind of look for uh, whenever you want to start getting into the the mindset of being a bit prepared. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Because um, once you get the mindset of how to be prepared, everything else falls around that. Um, because that that preparedness mindset, especially again, if you have your your social network, like we we talked about, it's the first thing to establish. You know, you can better that social network because you're more prepared for it. Um, that's those two things work together, and then you know you can talk about gear, you can talk about actual situational awareness and training. And then actual just physical training, which I think are things that we want to talk about more in depth. They each deserve their own episode, of course. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And as season two progresses, we're going to dive into each one of those topics one at a time, as the general being prepared, what it takes to be prepared. And I want to uh, recommend before, since this is our first episode on the preparing stuff, I want to um, recommend some places that you can look for to get like a better idea of it initially so then whenever we talk about it or at least we because we're just regular guys uh and how we see it we can also like bounce ideas off of uh viewers and ideas from other people so i wanted to recommend some youtube channels and some other people that do this basically for a living um that you can get information from uh i would personally i would recommend people like john lovell with the warrior poet society I would recommend people in the Fieldcraft Survival group. Um, I would recommend T-Rex Arms, uh, uh, Weapon Snatcher, and if you guys have any other ones. Um, Grantham talks about it a little bit. He's more weapon reviews. Um, I mean, that's that's about... Um, that's, I mean, those are the ones that we typically watch, you know? Uh, and those are just good places to start, or at least where we started... Um, or I guess I'll speak for myself. Me personally, I started. 
getting these kind of ideas or at least um, putting that these ideas into um, practice practice not not practice but more so like putting a name to it because uh, some of the stuff I already did but um, just putting like a name to the stuff that I'm doing and so then I can like actively think it's like oh I'm doing that yeah I'm going to uh don't again don't quote me on this but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh, if I remember I'm gonna put links to all of those channels in the description of the, not only the podcast but I'm gonna put those in the description of the YouTube we can put them on the side of the YouTube can't we like we can't can't we like link channels I, I can do that yeah okay yeah, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do that we'll do that too um but for sure in the description of this video since we're directly talking about these yeah. I think that'll help people but we'll definitely do that on our channel and let me feature. put this out yeah let me put this out there right now we have no affiliation with these people um we don't know them the only affiliation that we have with them is the fact that we've watched their videos and we subscribed to their um we appreciate their, their yeah their yeah. ideology and, and the stuff that they have taught us and what our basic goal is to just keep teaching that idea uh, and yep. keep getting that idea out there yeah so they like they didn't pay us for any of this they didn't they didn't do anything this is not sponsored this is not sponsored this is literally Although just I wish it was no <laughs> this is literally just us me genuinely saying I appreciate these people for helping me come formulate this stuff on my own yeah so that seems like a pretty good way to end season or end the first episode here good season two plug um we if we can emphasize you know please share this with your friends um if you think that we're doing a good job, you know, trying to bring people up to speed with this, um, just trying to raise awareness of it. Um, we're, of course, we're going to be doing, as we said, we're going to be doing more episodes specifically on the different types of preparedness. Uh, thinking we're going to try to get into videos. Don't yeah, hold me that. We'd like to. We'd, we'd like, like to, to do, do that. Videos on so, like training, different training that we do personally, different uh, gear that we use personally, and or just gear rec. Like we'll we may get into reviews. We're not sure yet, but it's yeah, a p potential. Yeah, we're thinking uh, do that as a supplement to the actual podcast. Yeah. We're still doing the podcast every week, um, but we might do you know a video like middle of the week or something. Uh, yeah. Again, don't hold me to it. We don't know yet. But that, that's we're an idea. We're figuring it out. Uh, that's a great. That's a great segue into our Discord again. Oh yes. Uh, do you have any ideas for that? Uh, we need friends. Nobody well, talks to I'll, us. I'll leave that. I'll leave that to you because you're our Discord guy. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to build up our Discord a little bit. Uh, please join in. We want to get some more involvement on there. We're trying to uh, get something started with a five-minute, five-question type deal, whereas uh, you ask us a question in our comments section, and or our questions channel, I should say, and uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast for five minutes. Yeah, well, if it does any good thing, we'll... Uh... And like I said, that would we'd like it um, to be to the point where we have a or that dedicated segment each podcast where we pick five random questions um, and we go through and answer them. Yeah, as fast as we can. <laughs> and if you ask so many questions that are featured on the podcast, which is basically anything right now, because uh, we don't get a whole lot of questions, uh, you might be entitled to a cool title in the Discord channel, which will make you an elite member in. The channel, or if we like the questions you asked, we could have you on the the podcast. We we yeah, we one hundred percent have the ability. Even right now, we absolutely one hundred percent have the ability to have virtual guests on. That's relatively easy to do. So yeah, so if there's something you want to talk about, or um, maybe yeah, if there's just something you want to talk about on the podcast with us or um, whatever, 
Discord. We, we'd love yeah. to do that. Yeah, Discords are, are the easiest way to get a hold of us. Um, again, discord.wevaliantfew.com. Very easy to remember. We also have wevaliantfew.com. Discord's linked there. Our, uh, any of our socials that we do are linked there. We have our YouTube link there. We have our Anchor link there. Everything. So We have a website, too. That's what I'm saying. The website, yeah. yeah, everything's everything's linked from the website. It's all there. We're on all major podcast platforms. So for whatever reason you don't like Spotify and you want to be weird and use Apple Podcasts, Disgusting. you can uh, <laughs> you can use that. We're we're on there. Or you could just go to Anchor. It's its own it's its own podcasting like broadcast platform. You can listen to it right on Anchor. That's right. Anchor.fm Anchor slash We Value Few, or just Google We Value Few. We got SEO working, so we're on Google. Easy to find. Googly. We'll have to check and see if we're on Bing, too. <laughs> we'll see. But, um, yeah, so looking forward to feedback. Again, please share this. Um, I guess anything else to add? Have a great day. Do you have anything else to add? No, I'm good. The only thing I have, uh, the only thing else I have to add that I forgot to add earlier was eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. That's beautiful. I'll give you something to think about. It's not the exact quote, but it's close enough. If you can tell us what that quote is from, we can feature you on the next thing. Absolutely. Ooh. I like that idea. Brain. So, I I mean it, yeah. Have a good day. We'll see you next time. Yeet! <laughs>